Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey... How are you? Hmm? No, um, fuck that. I'm not doing Snapple ads. Oy, Chris Hardwick is driving me crazy. I, I do drink Snapple, but I'm not gonna fucking... No, Jake. Stop it. Jake, I'm not kidding around. No! No! Fuck Prius. I don't care if there are sponsors. I'm not like those other shows. I'm not gonna... Uh, I do drive a Prius, but... Um, how are you? Folks, uh, our guests today are Mr. Bill Busher and Ian Davis. Our guests today are Ian Davis, Ian Davis, and Bill Busher. That's right. Uh, and I'm letting Aristotle do the, what would you say, the job of deciding where this show splits because it's a two-parter and let me explain that right now it's a two-parter today's show and then the week after is that shelved show never shelved a show my entire life but we did so next week is part two of this show and then the week after that is the shelved show and then we're back in studio for the 21st of november show all right, so there's that. Oh, I'm going to be in Chicago the 20th through the 22nd, 20, 21, 22. And uh, we had a little band, but we don't now just because they got a gig, which I'm happy about. 
Um, so if there's somebody out there, like I said, it could be keyboards, all just keyboards. It could be keyboards and a small drum kit. Could be electric guitar and small drum kit. So if there's somebody that would like to play, you know, like, yeah, you'll email me and then I'll e- email you back. I'll tell you what it is. Sometimes those little groups play jazz as they're seating people, you know. And then they, you know, play me onto the stage and we mess around. But we work with what you know. So email me if you want to play the 20th, 21st, and 22nd. If you have a gig, I get it. But, uh, okay, so that's for the Chicago Up Comedy Club. It's going to be fun. It is. Let me tell you something. It's going to be a fun week. And, um... No, Jake. So anyway, I am here in uh, Hawaii at the Maui Comedy Festival. And let me tell you something. So far, so good. So many... I'm not kidding you. I don't want to oversay this because then it takes away from my sincerity. Every time I turn the corner, I see a comedian that I love. It's it's overwhelming. It's it is. It's going to be a lot of fun. That's right. Is that good? And I'm okay. Here's the deal. So I'm letting Aristotle decide where we cut today's show. He has to come in at the end. I've given him this responsibility. Matter of fact, Aristotle, maybe uh, pick a little song. Just It can't be words, though. It has to be just betting music. And when the show's coming to an end, everyone will know. Because maybe Aristotle, you're having a hard time deciding where to end it. Maybe you just lay in some music and post, but it has to be just instrumental. People hear that music. They go, oh, the show's coming to a close. We hear that music. It's getting louder. And then we know Aristotle's going to come on in a second. And he's going to tell us. So when you hear the music, it gives them like a 10-second buffer. Because it is hard to decide where to split these shows. So Aristotle, I'm sort of giving you a way where to split it. I don't know what music you're going to choose. Instrumental. You can't talk over music that has words on it. At least I don't like to. Jake, stop it. Yes, I did mention about the band in Chicago. And I'm going to be in Helium Thanksgiving. Yes, I did mention it. Um, so today, uh, we got that, Aristotle. You're going to come in. Maybe something like this, Aristotle. Well, everybody, it's Aristotle. And that music, you know what that means. It means... Something like that you could do. You come in with a little music. Maybe you want to read a poem you like or inspirational. Whatever you want to do. Aristotle, I'm leaving it up to you. I'm leaving it up to you. So there we go. Okay? That was for no reason. But my ride's here. Um... I even have a soundboard. It's not really Jake, but I guess you figured that out because I'm in Hawaii. Why would Jake be here? Of course not. Jake, stop it. Seriously. No. No, you can't keep doing that. Please. 
Jake. It's please, please, please. It's unprofessional. Jake. Gooby, gooby, glibby, glabby, newbie. It doesn't even make any sense. Jake, stop it. Please. I'm asking you kindly. I'm going to use our safe word, potato salad. Jake. Doesn't even make any sense. Please, Jake. See, I'm making you laugh already. I know what you like. Stop it. You know, you could say it's a double show, so they're shorter. But not with this opening. Not with this opening. Hey, that's right. Anyway. All righty, everybody. You're doing good. Um... Your birthday's today? Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Why would he know? I know he says it random, but still, it's a... God dang. It's... A, it's, it's... It's your birthday, and you should have a very nice day. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birth, birthday, happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Mm-hmm. you. Alright, I gotta roll the show and I've hit eight minutes on this opening. Is that ridiculous? Ian Davis, Bull, Bill Busher is our guest today. We had a lot of fun. And uh, take care of yourself and each other. Aristotle, are you nervous about where to split the show up? Remember this song? Oh, yes, Mr. Trolley. I did tell people I was proud of them for uh, their sobriety, whatever it might be. I'm really, yes. And and yes, I, well, I didn't actually, to be honest, yeah. And Mr. Trolley's proud of you, too. Yes. I know, I know you're proud of them, too. I get it. They get it. They understand. Yes, yes, of course. We'll, we'll mention, yes, yes, we should mention it a lot because it's very hard. All right, everybody. Aristotle, roll in the show. Now entering Nerdist.com. Do you remember when we had a, we, you and I slapped each other until it was funny? Right, Let's talk about that later in the show. <laughs> Aristotle, I hope you opened up right there where he said, remember, we all slapped each other. You did because people just heard it if all this went down right. <laughs> All right, so let's... Okay, here we go. Oh, you don't have to do this every week. He loves this. Thank you, Bob. The new book is called The Todd Glass Situation. A bunch of lies about my personal life and a bunch of true stories about my 30-year career in stand-up comedy. Please welcome to the program the very funny Todd Glass. 
We do it up big. Not like those shows. You know where you hear a little bit of a round of applause? Here it's like, yeah, there's, there's fun in the room every week. It's very exciting. I think we make a little pocket with your hand. Yeah. Okay, listen up, everybody. Hi. Um, it's going to be a fun night. Can you hand me that so I can put that in here? Um, uh, it's going to. I thought I heard an ambulance. Um, I called one. I Ubered an ambulance. <laughs> it's a new. It's a new service. It's cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a lot cheaper. Well, listen. We're going to wrap things up. Okay, let me go nice and slow. Yes, I tell myself that every week. Guys, just give me you – know, I don't know if you listen to the show or not. It's okay, but just give me 10 minutes. I'll get some stuff out of the way. You'll probably chime in, but it just means I'll get organized. The, the slower I go, the better paced I am, the better everything goes. And there's nothing better than the comfortability of not hurrying, and that's what I'm going to do today. So um, there's that. <laughs> I feel almost too. Please don't hit the table. Oh no wonder you're scared and I feel horrible. <laughs> hit the table all you want. Hit it. All right, that's enough. Um, but uh, today's going to be a very exciting show. Can I have that pick? Everything is just messy. Um, it's going to be a fun show, and I'll tell you why. Because first of all, before I it, it, once every, I think you know my. I think Ian definitely does, and I think you do, Bill. My little things like, can you hand me that pick? You know, because I didn't want it on the table. But you were in great company. I love the both of you. Uh, there's nothing better than when I drive up to Santa. Well, I don't know where I'm driving up to ever. I have never been more confused doing those three shows every night on stage. At, you know when a bit accidentally backs into where you are, and I don't know where I'm at. I go, so here I am in place close to Santa Barbara. <laughs> so where is it that we the Thursday night show we're was? We're in Galita. Galita? Yeah, we're in Galita, which is like a suburb of Santa Barbara. Which is technically where UC Santa Barbara is, but UC, San, UC Galita has, doesn't have the ring to it. You know it. when you go right. to Turkey and you say you went to Rome because who right. cares? Well, I don't get, yeah. When I was little, I told my mom, I, to George Carr, and this is true, we had a speaker at our class. This is in second grade uh, from Chicken. Uh, to George Carlin. <laughs> to George Carlin's chicken. You know where it was from? Turkey. Turkey. I go, he's from chicken. <laughs> and she's like, from chicken? And that was the same time I wanted my mom to make me, uh, I wanted turkey. Uh, I wanted to eat turkey. She goes, we don't have turkey. My dad opened up every cabinet in the kitchen to get me turkey. He goes, Todd, we don't have turkey. I was at this time in, I was 38. No. <laughs> I was, at this time I was probably, well, we lived on Kilburn Road, so I was in, kindergarten or first grade and uh he he finally opened up a cabinet and uh there was sweet potatoes in there a can of them and i went there because i i thought was what we ate at thanksgiving my mom you know when your mom makes stuff and only later you realize that might have been a lazy way to make it but you love it Mm -hmm. the way she made she did both my mom cooked peeled potatoes made mashed potatoes but then she also had some Lazy dishes she make, which I'll be honest, I sort of like them because I use them now sometimes. Mm-hmm. One of them was she, the way she made sweet potatoes for Thanksgiving was canned sweet potatoes, which you might think in a They're crock better. pot. She put them in a crock pot, and then she would add uh, a lot of brown sugar. They come in sugar. <laughs> I know, but she they, added they more. Come in, it was so in good. In heavy syrup. They, to that's this, how they're preserved. To this day, anything less than that, I'd rather not fucking eat it. <laughs> okay, so listen. So every time I go up to see you guys, I'm always very excited. And I and I last time I didn't stay, I wish I would have. I wish I would have because it's just pure joy after the show. A lot of good energy there. So Ian, it's, I'm glad you're here. Bill, I'm glad you're here. Ian, um, Ian Davis, right? And yeah. then Bill Busher. And then uh, also here today is um, Gil, 
Gil uh, emailed me, but he, he he's he, he is friends with Jen Kirkman. Well, he's friends with us now, too, but he's here today, wrote me a very nice email. He's just chilling out, so it's all, and I love energy in the room, so it's all good. And then, uh, Gabe, how you doing? Good. It's good to see you. You're really taking care of yourself. <laughs> and, uh, and then uh, Aristotle, you're good? More applause. Aristotle, Aristotle, <laughs> Aristotle. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, and over here, Aristotle, Aristotle. 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 Look at him over there. He's picking shit out of his pussy every week like a true professional. Aristotle. A true professional. (laughs) Why could that make me laugh every time? It's so... You know what makes me laugh? One, it's the ridiculousness of the jingle. And two, that guy has to say it (laughs) that I send the jingles to. That's that's not Joe. That's a professional guy. You pay him? Yeah, you pay him. Well, you order five at a time. I order, you can order five or ten. But he goes, Aristotle, a true professional, picking shit out of his pussy. And then I ask, and then I want to know why my brother, my brother, um, he goes, Todd, my, uh, uh, I told this girl, that I, a woman that I work with, to listen to your show. I've talked about this before, but I'm filling everybody in here. He goes, she, she says she likes it, but all you guys do, don't play it yet, is talk about pussy. And I'm like, well, Spencer, it's, it's sort of ironic. And then I think, well, we, the only time we do it is the joke, pussy. But then all of a sudden I realize, like, Oh, maybe we do it more. That I like to pet, and every evening we get set. I stroke it every chance I get. It's my girl's pussy. So, you know, we'll play that later, but I think, and I always worry, like, what if he says, like, give it another chance? Like, they do that ironically. I trust me, he says, maybe to this teacher friend of his. If you listen to the show for two hours, you'll understand that they're doing it ironically. They'll talk about stuff that will let you know and put that into perspective. And then I would picture, like, you know, uh, six months later, she goes, you know what, maybe Spencer's right. Let me uh, let me listen. Pet I like to pet, and every evening we get set. I stroke it every chance I get. It's my girl's pussy. She sees my brother at work. She's like, no, I, I listened again. And it is a different pussy song, but it uh, is reminiscent <clears throat> of the old one. All right. And also, uh, Jake. How you doing, Jake? Doing great. I went to the roast battle because, let me tell you something. Jake has something to do. Who are you looking at on your phone? I was going to make a note, so I didn't interrupt you. Put your phone away. All right. Mental Enjoy note. life. Mental note phone. made. Oh, we're going to ask. We're going to talk about the roast battle. Do roast battle. Do not forget to let me talk about the roast battle. But first, I want to talk about this. Hey, Bill, can you pull your phone and put a note? Uh, yeah, roast battle, think, please. <laughs> no, the roast battle and uh, uh, no on the phone. Got it. Note, note made. Today, uh, I was talking to uh, somebody who's staying at my house uh, for two days, Duncan, who was at the show last week, and um, he. Uh, no, no, put it, put it in your pocket. This is what we're going to talk about. Or put it, like, on that chair hey, over there. Give it to me, Bill. Put it over there. Okay, hold on. We're good. Okay. I got Bill's stuff. Where are you going to put it? Put it. There you go. So we, My so, girl's pussy. So Duncan was sitting at the table, and he had his keys on the dining room table. And I said, oh, like, when I say poor people, it's like not like I'm, you know, wealthy. But <laughs> you'll understand what I mean, because, Bill, you said something. I said, I said Duncan... Get your keys and your wallet off the, the coffee table in the living room. What are we, poor? And then I asked him, even he laughed. He didn't give a shit. He knew what I meant. I go, by the way, if you try to think of a reason why keys on the dining room table make you look poor, he goes, no, it's larger than that. He goes, I think it's that when you're wealthy, because you, if you try to think out, well, what do rich people do with their keys and their car? It's not that. It's bigger than that. When wealthy people have a place for things. And there is a little truth to that. You would not see, you would not go over a wealthy person's house. Even, I'm not picturing like a, a mansion from a movie that's a cold. No, a warm, well, a person that a person is loaded. 
but their house is warm and it's comfortable and it's inviting, but they got a lot of fucking money. You won't see a wallet on the dining room table and keys and the Tic Tacs and all their crap. And you said, what was another thing you said? Oh, I said that um, poor people pay for their gas in cash. Yeah, like who's to decide that? Technically, we could argue that for an hour and a half ago. Well, what are you talking about? I paid for my gas with cash, which I have. Yeah, I have. But Isn't mostly. the essential idea of a rich guy peeling off some cash? No, he says wealthy people don't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, because, because wealthy people know that walking around with cash out is, is sort of alienating to other people. Well, maybe it's just that you have a card. You put everything on a card. Yeah, it's like you have this amorphous amount of imaginary right. money that's not important. There is true to the fact that no really wealthy person— Move in, move in a little bit. Like, move your chair in okay, all the sure. way. No okay. super wealthy person is just walking around with thousands of dollars in cash. Well, unless they're hand. like, you know, like that bullshit. But like, even then, wait, they're not. They're, right. At the end of the day, they're not wealthy. What do you call that? New money? Wouldn't it, uh, when they put a $100 bill or whatever, what, what's the biggest dollar bill you can get? The biggest uh, bill? Um, yeah, no, well, you can get a no five, it's not you, 100 You can get a 500 one, and it has like... Uh, like well, put your money away. It's no, making no, me no, nervous. Put gonna, all your stuff in no, your pocket. That's what I was going to show you. And leave. Is that I, is that I, got, I got a deposit. Thank you. Gil left. Nobody else did. I got a deposit. Gil stay. Everybody else. I think Gil really gets me more than anybody here. <laughs> Gabe, go to sleep. <laughs> I got a deposit back the other day, so I'm actually walking around with $1,900 in my pocket. Like, could you do me a favor? And I swear to George Carter, to be honest, could you put all your money in your pocket? I was, pu- I just, pulled, and it's so sloppy. It's <laughs> yes, not even. It, it's no. some go that way, some goes that way. I don't know if I'm kidding that it bothers me, but I think it might a little. Put your money in your pocket no, no. first of all. No, I pulled it out and not be straighten your name tag. <laughs> oh, you know his other pocket's full of sand. He's just gonna pour it on the table. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a like gypsy. A kid, like a kid after recess. <laughs> All right, listen. We have a lot to get to today. Remember I said that 10 minutes that I need? Now... Now I want to. I want to uh, now, but 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 it's all right. I, I I do this, but I want you. To, I don't want that to count as the ten minutes. It's I gonna started be a, it all with hey, that Aristotle pussy thing. I no, that's apologize. okay that you did that. You know what? I gotta tell you, it's been a while since Spencer told me to listen to Todd's show, and he seems maybe I'll give it a shot. You know, the let me listen. That I like to pet, and every evening we get set. I stroke it every chance I get. It's my girl's pussy. Uh, off goes the radio in the car. Anyway, so. I did go to see the roast battle. Let me tell you something. Jake had part of something that might have been, it was one of the most fun times I've ever had. There's nothing like going to something and forgetting about the real world. And I think that's what makes a good show. I, I, put, I put numbers on everything. Now, I, when I go to do this, I think of James doing it. 99% of the people. But I do that a lot. If you go to a show and 75% of the time you're thinking about the show and only 25% you drift off, that's pretty fucking good. But when 100% of the time you're there, that's a fucking show. And that's what I felt like at that roast bottle. Man, did I have a great time. Run through everybody because every goddamn person that did that. I know that, uh, first of all, I sat next to Ralphie May. And I have to say, (laughs) he made it so much better because he was doing shtick. He was like <laughs> overly, you know what I'm talking about? They'd be yeah. like, ah, come on, come on. He was like, it's a parody of it. Plus he gave me a pot Tootsie Roll. That didn't hurt. Um, <laughs> name everybody, the, the racist. Do you know who the racist uh, so house, the house racists are? Um, there's Earl Skakel who plays the house racist. Mm-hmm. Who's great. And who was the woman who was very funny? Uh, Whitney Rice. Loved her. Mm-hmm. And okay, the first two that... Uh, the first, so two, the first two people who battled uh, were Jamar Neighbors and Hormos Rashidi. D- d- both fucking great. Jamar's entrance into the room... 
God damn it, I loved it. And I loved He came in in a straight jacket and just had people carry him in. With, on, a, on, a, on, a, on a lift. On a lift. And, and I know you weren't there, but this will I'll get past yeah, this yeah. and then it'll be we'll all be overstuffed. Just let me whip through this real quick. I like the way you're 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 make, you're comforting me the way you did that, Bill. Thank you. You're like, you we're good, we're good. Um Ian on the other hand's giving me the eye. Um <laughs> That they were they they the, Jamar, mm-hmm. uh, the, I loved that that everybody there was able to be silly. Like that was you know when I was talking to Jeff Ross is um, I did a show the other day and his agent w- uh, was backstage and um, I said I don't like roast. I don't no I should say I don't want to be roast. And some of the roasts on television, some have been better than others. This thing I fucking loved it. There was a lot of love in that room. And and uh, it, it, so it was it was just great. So so Jamar and then the first guy, what's his name? Hormos Rashidi. Hormos was all, mm-hmm. oh, great. And then who were the three uh, the uh, the uh, three guys that were doing the uh, overly? Uh, oh, the all Negro wave. The all Negro wave. What, what were those? Because those guys. Let me tell you something. I fucking if I had any more fun watching the three of those guys, I would have bursted in the flames. They got what they were fucking doing and it was part of one of the best things I've ever seen in my entire life. They got into it and what were their names? Do you know? Yeah. Good uh, for you, Jake. I love that you know all these guys' names. Uh Keith Soul. Because I will too, because you should know their names because they're all fucking gonna be successful. Every single fucking one of them you could tell was was just had greatness in them. Comedy greatness. Uh, so uh, Keith Soul was one of them, and then mm-hmm. also Jeremiah Watkins was the kind of lanky white dude who was just really goofy. Uh, I I want to say which three I all three of them they all had their own individual. Who was the uh, the black guy who was like dressed in like a sweater with the three buttons on the front? Um, I mean Jamar went back and did this. No, same Jamar thing after. joined those three. Yeah, but who were the three all by themselves? Um, and then there's uh, Garrick Bernard as well, mm-hmm. who's in the roast battle. And I think that's who you're talking about, the guy who was in the sweater yeah. there. Uh, and then who were the second two that uh, roasted? Alex Hooper and Alex, I know, who's a nice uh, guy. And uh, Chris, I forget his. Last you forget name, Chris's yeah. last. We'll say it on the opening of the show because those two were great too. Yeah. The whole night was just. I left there. It, it's packed, which you, I wouldn't normally like, but I didn't care. It was part of the charm of the evening. My favorite line of the night was when Ari Shafir looked at Alex Hooper, one of the guys who was roasting, and he was like, "Hey, have you ever seen The Simpsons? Yeah, because you look ugly." i forgot ari who of course i we have to get ari if he wants to do the podcast because he would he would be a lot of fun because ari and then um and then um uh, a lot of other people stop by battle uh is one of the judges as well with jeff ross yes 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 and and uh, and and they were all. Uh, wait, the, who's the last person you just said? Rail Battle. Yes, yes, yes. He was there. He was all the way at the end. Whenever I couldn't see him, so whenever he would talk, I would think. I'd get, well, after the, the 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 pot tootsie roll kicked in, I would always get fun. Where's that voice coming from? And then I would see he was because he was all the way squeezing in at the end. Where but was anyway, this? At the comedy store in, in the, the belly, belly room. room. Oh, jeez. It was a lot of fun. That's re- oh my god. So it was it was a lot of fun. So there's that. And uh, we're almost we're almost gonna we're almost good. What's this? What's this? Is the Todd Glass show? What? It's no, the Toddy Todd Todd. Oh. Is the Todd 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 Glass show? Bill Busher, Ian Davis is our guest. Hey, little girl. What? Hi. Have you heard? What? It's the Todd Glass Show. It's the Tiny Todd Show. 
right, there's that. I love that. You know who sent it in, and you're great. Um, okay, so we got that. I, this I'm going to get through. Ted, your idea? Well, then you sent me another email saying you thought twice about your idea, but I haven't given up on it, Ted. Okay, so here's the last thing we're going to do. <laughs> Ted, no, he, stay strong. He's <laughs> Just hold in there, buddy. Hold out, Ted. Yeah, don't send that second email. It was already good. Well, it was already, you don't, know, you're right, Ian, because I thought, I got, what, I got what Ted meant. He sent an idea, which, I, which, which Jake understands, but I thought, I'll do it. And then, but it was a little work, and I thought, well, and then he sent a second email that goes, I think I might have thought about my first email, and I don't know if there's an idea there. I was like, oh, does that mean? I don't have to do it now. No homework. Ted is dealing with a lot of home. (laughs) Do you know what uh, completely changed my life? I have this thing on Gmail. You can set it so it'll send your email an hour or 30 minutes after you send it. That's the first of all. And then you have that window to go, no, I'm not going to send that. And I haven't sent a single email since. (laughs) (laughs) Because you don't need to ever. You mean mean like an aggressive email or or you're, or you're, you're you're breaking up with somebody and you're or you're, you know, you're in school. You're sending a, a paper. Hey, maybe it's not time to send that just yet. Well, they're called the opposite, maybe, where they send maybe. emails on your behalf. Give me your, Before give me your you name know. tag. Are you shitting me? No, give it to me. Don't no. be rude. Remember what I said. I was very nice to you. I don't need your shit. I'm throwing it out, so you don't oh. have to worry about oh it. Oh my god! I, got I want you to be. Com- I'm not going to be comfortable, Bill, till I know you're comfortable. I need more alcohol. No. No, I'm joking. No. Because then you'll get drunk. We had one guest that got a little too drunk towards the end, and it was. And by the way, who? Chris Hardo is calling in right now. We need more alcohol. <laughs> I, I love him on the uh, in the producer's booth. He's in a producer's booth. Sure. Um, so so um, what, yeah, what time are you leaving? Oh. Hey um, Todd, uh, I just wanted to thank you for having me on your pussy show. Before thank we you. Get <laughs> I know what you're doing. Yes, it's the Tacklash Show, so let's get some lyrics. <laughs> Everybody do that every time we play that over kiss. Ready? Play it again. When yes, it it's the Tacklash Show, so let's get some lyrics. <laughs> All right, listen. We, we, let's do this real quick. Can you get those questions and rip through them? Because I'm never going to relax until I get these questions answered. And I'll tell you why I p- put it off every week, and, and we, we can all answer these. I, I want to answer these questions quickly and efficiently. There, there, it's a website where you go if you're a comedian, and you, and you can answer some questions. Um, you can get some questions answered. I think a lot, of the, a lot of the questions don't need to be answered. It's just you hang out with other comedians. That's how you learn. I, I've said this before, but I have to repeat it for people in the room. Sometimes everything you need to know about comedy is from a comedian that's been doing it a year or two more than you. That's your path. Why do you need to go to, to – if, if he has a path that's a year past yours, think of that path. One footstep, two footsteps, that's one day, two, three. That, how many footsteps? That's a year past you, a year. You can't fucking see when someone walks a year past you. And then two, so what do you need to know more than that? How do I get, so we're going to answer these questions quickly and aggressively. And I told them, I said this last week, and then we're going to take a break. And then we're going to, it's, it's all going to be good. Um, it's all good now. 
Um, the website is called OpenMikeHQ.com. Yeah. Which, by the way, I don't defy that there's probably some questions there if you're starting comedy. Most comedians can figure this stuff out on themselves. But, hey, a website can help. Can, even if you read 15 things and two go, fuck, that, that, that actually really helped me. That was, that was a good little piece of uh, – a very hard – that was a, a piece of uh, – ev- ev- of, that was a little piece of help that was – Ah, fuck it. Well, i got to finish every sentence. <laughs> well, who the fuck am I? I think I'm so great. Dear Todd, should I smash a watermelon to get laughs for 30 years? <laughs> He's a sponsor of the show. Oh, by the way, speaking of that, um, he will be performing. No, I forgot his name even. Uh, Gallagher. Yeah. At so the roast battle, they did that, uh, like the all-Negro wave. After like somebody says a joke, they'll go up and just on stage, and uh, they just went up and smashed a watermelon. Oh, wow. A roast battle joke. Very relevant. <laughs> Oh, why do you have to be negative? No, no, I'm, I'm not saying to, to the to the story. I'm saying it's very relevant to Gallagher. Oh, thank yeah, you. Yeah, that's, oh, yeah, that's, how you doing over that's, there? That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was tipping his hat. He's like, I thank you for the homage. There. So let's read question number one. How many questions are there? We're going to rip through these quick because I'm I'm in such a silly good mood. There's a great energy here. Gil is here. Gil, is there anything you want to plug while you're here because you really have a good energy over there? You're married, right? Yes. What's your wife's name? Jennifer. Jennifer. Yeah, it is. Just in case she listens to the show. Jennifer. Jennifer. Jenny from the block. She's what? She passed away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, uh, uh, then we'll play this because I know it's appropriate. I do. I do. Yes, it's the Tagless Show. So let's kiss on the lips. <laughs> That pussy. Right, come on. Hey, Jake, it's a classy show. What if my brother's friend listens? Right then. There's one pet I like to pet, <laughs> and every evening we get set. I stroke it every chance I get. It's my girl's pussy. All right. Listen. Um, so what's question number one? How do you promote yourself and get people to attend your shows in the beginning? You don't worry about it. Oh my don't worry about it. Would yeah. you all? You don't worry about it. Just go find an open mic night. If you're really serious about this, you're not going to be inviting your friends every week. That's why I say whenever clubs, I get if they do bringers, but I'm going to tell you one thing I told a club owner a long time ago. When you have bringer, when they have to bring people, you exclude anybody who is fucking serious about doing stand-up comedy. Because I'll tell you one thing, someone that's serious, someone that's going to do it two, three times, oh, they can get people out to see them every night. If you're fucking serious about doing stand-up comedy, you can't get five, ten friends to come every week. So what you do as a club, you exclude all the people that really want to do it. And let me contextualize that too. If you're serious about comedy, you don't actually want anyone to see you to your good. <laughs> right. Because you, you have really, a, you're realistic. Yeah, you're, you're very like, oh, I'm terrible. If you really, if, you, if your ego is so good, like, I'm this is my first time doing it, everyone needs to see I'm doing this shit, then you will never succeed in comedy. The sort of sentience that it takes and, and to hold understand. On. And I, I'm a big thing. The reason I preface, because I think it's necessary sometimes, there's always exceptions. You bring a lot of people the first time you perform, and then you realize, oh, shit, I shouldn't have done that. Then you just do it so so the answer is you don't have to worry it's a day of a social media where i think it's like how do i get people to see me no no you just tweet it just you don't need to worry about it just find open mic nights and fucking perform and perform and perform and let me tell you something when you get on stage at least once or twice a week if not more because all the guys in santa barbara in that area that why well, I, I say in santa barbara when i reference all you guys um Hey, by the way, is Damien, uh, what time, I know he's running late, is he going to be here? Oh, no, no, he's not going to be here. Oh, shut the fuck up, he's not going to just not no, show. No, he's really, no, he, he told me he had a, um, an open mic to go to. Stop it, stop yeah. it. He's going, yeah. he's going. Guys, 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 I have, I don't have time 
to, to I'm being totally serious. I'm being serious. He's coming. He wouldn't have just not showed. I made him a jingle. Yeah. Oh, Damien. Damien. Well, that's right. He didn't show. <laughs> that's going to be so funny when he comes on one day. <laughs> Wait, Damien didn't. But I made him a jingle. Oh, Damien. Damien. Well, that's right. He didn't show. I don't. First of all. Hey, though. Hey. First of all. Hey, he did. He, they are letting you 13th on that open mic. That's true. Number 13, so. I don't. First of all, you're not tricking me. Oh, Damien. Damien. Well, that's right. He didn't show. Can I tell you something, guys? And, and then I want to move on and answer the rest of these questions. You're not fooling me. There's no way. I just go to an open mic. You have to do something realistic. If you were smart enough, and listen up, listen up. Don't, don't wait to talk. You would have said he's going to be late or he's going to show up an hour late. You, would, you, you didn't. You lost it. Because, now, why did I have a jingle made that didn't show? Because all my bits don't have follow through. <laughs> <laughs> What's the second question? It's going to take that long. To, you know what I thought of? I'm rushing to get through these questions. Take my time. No. Yeah, we got time. Yeah, why am I rushing? Like, let's take our time. We're in good company. You know what? Jake's what here. Like. Here's Other what, people. Here's what I'd like to do. Before we answer these questions, let's do this. I think it's important. If you got a problem, don't care what it is. Give it me a hand, I can assure you this. I can help. I got two strong arms, I can help. It would sure do me good. It do you good, let me help. It's a fact that people get lonely. Ain't nothing new. But a person like you. Do it. 
cave. Holy shit. When you be careful with the mic. When you play like that, do you know how good like are you aware like you were that was fucking great. You were hitting a home run. Last week I gotta be honest, you were a little shaky. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, that was uh oh JJ. Well he comes in drunk. (laughs) Can't control it. What a prick. Um, okay, what was question number three? So now I'm relaxed. Question, question two. two. <laughs> question two. Quite? Question number seven now? Question number eight. I try to trick everybody. Yeah. Question Thanks number everybody nine. everybody that's been the Todd Glass Podcast. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Should new comics start clean and work their way to their blue material, or should they start dirty if that's the vision they have for their act? Can I answer first? Um, Look, I think everyone should do whatever they want because all the great comics they did, they didn't follow any rules. But mm-hmm. if I had to give some half-baked advice, when – when when okay, I'm going to say what I'm going to say and then I'm going to tell you to fuck, it, fuck my advice. When you start doing comedy, when something really blue goes bad, it goes really bad. Oh. Sometimes if you can find something that you're still passionate about that's not vanilla, it's not like if you have something very sexual or very sexually explicit to talk about or very dark. Maybe it involves um, something very dark in your life, some of the best comedians. Uh, can, you, can you go from that? extreme instead of going from that extreme all the way to something that doesn't matter to you i'm going to talk about cupcakes no what the fuck what am i gonna but if you can find something you're still passionate about that's not as dark as maybe what you hope to grow to but you still fucking has some guts and some grit and you care about it and then you can get your chops so by the time you start moving into that darker stuff it might be a good idea but you know what do what you do seriously with no sarcasm do what you want i'm, I'm very curious to how long have you been doing stand-up ian Three years. Three years, yeah. and you about four. About four. So, what, what's what's your answer to that question? Yeah, I mean, my mine would be yours is a more finesse <laughs> finesseful version of what I would say. But I would say your first year just have fun. You go to shows, try to be funny, hang out, have fun. Don't worry about it because it'll fall together. And if you're the right kind of person for it, you'll realize when you're being too dirty, or if it's not your voice, or uh, if you're not supposed to be clean at all, or if you're not supposed to be dirty at all. Let me tag team yeah. off and, that. And by the way, let me say one thing yeah. quick. For some people that say when when uh, for for a I'm gonna put modesty aside. Can you put it on there for an ear, for an ear that <laughs> understands comedy? Uh, when I don't like to call comedy dirty, but I sloppily do when it, you know because dirty you wouldn't call an artwork hanging on the wall of a naked woman. Oh, I like dirty artwork. So good good comedy that involves blue matter, which I sloppily call dirty, even though I don't want to. People, uh, it's not. Uh, it, it, when it's bad, yes, it's egregious. But guess what? There's so is clean comedy when it blows. And maybe to somebody in the audience, it's not as egregious. But to me, as a comic, when I hear clean, when I listen to the XM radio and they have clean comedians, not comedians that happen to not deal with blue material, guys like maybe uh, Brian Regan, who are f- every bone and every fiber in his body is funny. But he, even Brian Regan, doesn't want oh clean. But when it's like clean I, that's my goal when i started comedy not brian regan who sort of fell into this thing like hey everything i really care about just happens to be not you know but oh, clean comedy uh that that sucks is just as violating to my ears as maybe someone that wants to talk about something blue but doesn't have the chops yet to talk about it so clean comedy can be fucking egregious to your ear too and when I, it sucks i think the second someone's saying they're doing clean comedy that's the red flag that it's yeah. just a, well a said it's, well it's, said it's, it's, it's one, what you're actually saying is, is that there's some artifice and there's some 
uh, effigy of like I am presenting comedy to you. I am giving you an image of comedy. So dirty comedy clean. And here's the thing: is you're actually giving advice for crazy people because people you trust to be funny. It doesn't matter what the fuck they say because you're actually if someone you said do whatever you want, you actually don't mean that to people who are aren't aren't sentient and, and, and intellectually capable. So for you or, or, or someone who you trust, say anything you want. No, keep going. Oh my God. Can I say something to George Carlin? You, you, you both spoke very articulately and cleanly, and it calmed me. Hey, because you, you made sense in what you were saying. I'm being totally serious. Yeah, thank you. Jake, you don't play the music. Come on. Not Todd, this has but, been just the nicest pussy show I've ever been on. <laughs> Been on like four. Or five. This is not the nicest, but it's the so most nice. well rehearsed. Listen, we don't have time to joke around. We have a lot to get to. Seriously, I'm not even joking around. Yes, it's the Tacklash Show. So let's get some delirious. Oh, oh. And now ah. a, a salute. Now we move to question three with a with a you would say a military salute or whatever you. <laughs> question number three. How does a comic make the leap from open micer to host and feature to headliner? Oh, Jesus. You, you don't. So okay. Go ahead. You, this, uh, you just do spe- it. Special card. That's <laughs> you after a show. Uh, special on-ramps on the freeway to get to gigs. <laughs> uh, Every room perfect. has a special green. Okay. Whatever. I got it. You be- actually start as headliner and you slowly go. You go backwards, yeah. actually. You, <laughs> you don't worry about it. You just get on stage and be as good as you can, and other comedians are going to come. And, and let me tell you something. Comedians are by nature. If you think the comedic world is backstabby, that might be because that's who you are. Because there are so many loving, warm comedians that want to embrace other comedians that are excited, that are in the back of the room. And when they see someone up there that's funny, they get excited. They get the chills because they're like, we want that person to be our friend. And, and that's who you want to hang out with. And if you're not, if you think, God, oh, that's very backstabby, this business, it might be. Not because of an isolated situation. You can be a very positive person and in one isolated situation find yourself around a lot of people who are negative. That's not what I'm talking about. If you over Overwhelmingly think everywhere you go and you've been to five open mic nights or ten over the period of a year and you go, ah, everyone's so stab everyone's so back they stab each other in the back. That might be that what you're attracting because I think you guys would agree and and I think that's why I like hanging out with you guys and also Jake uh, that it's don't you find that it's a pretty supportive community? Definitely. I mean, there's a lot of supportive people out there. You just have to surround yourself with them. I mean, my experience was when I started stand-up, I had these people who I'll, I'll remember for the rest of my life who went out of their way to come up to me and say, saw something in me and said, hey, you know, I'm one or two steps above you, and I'm going to help you get up that next oh, absolutely. one or two steps. Absolutely, 100%. And is that, is that I'm, Bill Busher you're talking hey, about? Thank, thank you, you. everybody. Bill. I've been uh, here all – yeah, okay, whatever. But when you have those people and that happens to you, you, you remember that forever, and then you, once you're in that position, you take care of everyone you see, and you do that. Because you go, hey, that's what you do. That's what uh, uh, Jake was telling me about uh, Joey Diaz, that he is always – you know, Joey, uh, obvi- he looks like he might be a gruff, tough guy. He's but he's, show, yeah. he's a sweetheart. sweetheart. He's, he's a sweetheart. He's the nicest guy ever. He is such a sweetheart, and I, and, I, and I love him for that because when I was on Getting Dug With High and everyone could have teased me, they went to fucking um, – <laughs> to uh, to um, 
Joey Diaz. To Joey Diaz, and he goes, leave him alone. He's not bothering anybody. <laughs> he's fucking over there having a good time. What, what's everyone fucking bothering him for? He's just having fun. He's, he's, you know. I'm like, oh, I, I want to go over there and hug you, you know? So, okay, so the, the question, just get on stage every night, and then, you know, when you have to host, you'll, you'll be ready to host. When you have to headline, you do not have to worry about that. Just get on stage every night, every, two, three nights a week or whenever you can. Here's the thing that is really important to recognize about is if you're around people who are better than you, you will be better. There's never a time where I haven't been around someone better than me that made me feel jealous. I've always felt like, oh, I'm doing this completely wrong, and you have doubt in yourself. And and wanting to sort of jump that level isn't even really your decision. It's it's your peers' decision. They will ride. They will take I, I you and grab right. you forward. I think you're. Oh, stop it! Nobody wants to hear about my open mic night stories. Um, so uh, uh, now it is time for question what? Seventeen. Seventeen. Well, look at you. What is your writing process? <laughs> Why is that funny? Why is that funny? Seriously, your writing process is someone eating cheese pizza loudly. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? I've, you're, you're funniest when you're hollering at people for not doing it right. Oh, me? Yeah, that's Well, oh, my right. writing process. But I think they mean when it comes to stand-up comedy. Um, <laughs> yeah, that is, that's your act. Oh, yeah, you might be right. Well, I think your writing process. Well, I think. Wait, I think what? Uh, by Wait, the way, what? I, don't mind, I don't mind the joke. I don't want you to think I'm like being. But I think what, what they mean is not what makes me funny. Because that would be, I think, what you're sort of saying, I, I think. But it's like some, there's all different writing processes. For some people, they write, it at, they write every word down, and some brilliant comedians do that. Other people have a concept, and they write maybe three lines. That's what I do. I have an idea, and I write like uh, maybe two lines down. Ba ba ba, the and you do that, you know. And then I work it out on stage. Mm-hmm. And when somebody sees a bit, I used to explain to them that's seven minutes long. It didn't start out seven minutes long. It started out as thirty seconds. It if, got a laugh. If, if thirty and then seconds. I, yeah, if, there's, if, 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 there's what, a, exactly if thirty seconds. There's a great game uh, that I used to play with Damien, who is not going to be here. Um, no. Said, what uh, are you talking about? I, Why would you say that? Why do you try to lie to me and hurt my feelings? Oh, Damien, Damien. Well, that's right. What? He didn't show. What? He's not coming? Well, I don't understand that. I don't. No, no, no. He no. Um, he he wanted he wanted to be here, but there's like this uh, open mic like a hundred miles away that he thought if he got there early, they're gonna put him up. Maybe uh, seven. But twenty five thousand people listen. We twenty five thousand people listen to my show a week. Yeah. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> So many followers. (laughs) So many different people. I'm sorry you couldn't. Well, I'm sorry. You didn't listen to my podcast? One of the only ones. No, you should have. It was good. There was lots of people. Guys, you know what? You know what? Uh, No matter what you do, I still love that every time. What? Oh, stop it. No one wants to hear my first story about when I did open mic night in Philadelphia. All right. Now it is time for question. What question is it? Um, 24. 24. How many more are there, by the way? Seven. I'm exhausted. 
Jeez. Why don't I just stop? What am I hurrying? I'm still hurrying, even though I said I wasn't. This is the show. I know Bill wants another drink. That's I do. I'm, I'm boozing. All right, just listen. Just let's answer I, these questions. You can booze. All I you want to answer the next question. Just and no one else can talk except for Todd. <laughs> and no, I want you. To, <laughs> oh no, no, no. Go ahead. New go rule. Ahead. What's the next? new rule? That's like that, that, hanging out with you. Is, and no one except the next? Todd. And then seriously, we don't have time for any jingles. All I want to do is get to these. questions. Jake. Yes, it's the Tackler Show. So let's get some. Do you recommend a comic using NACA? Is this useful? I I think that word should be stricken. Well, no. I don't think anyone should say that word, especially on stage. I think it's just um, there. You know what NACA is? Yeah, yeah. Oh no, African American. (laughs) (laughs) That is fucking. (laughs) <laughs> Imagine the people. I just think. <laughs> look, that, that, you're think, right. It's think, a horrible I, word. I think Michael Richards is really, really funny. No, no, you're right. No, I, I just. But think, I have to correct you. I just think it was it's a bad. Not, for him to use NACA, a bad career move. <laughs> it's bad career move. NACA was the worst thing for him. Bill Busher, you are, you know. You're funny, man. Okay, next question. Okay. I meant that to George Carlin. <laughs> the fact that you put those. I love anytime. Uh, Don't mis- laugh anymore. Mis- just on record. Say to George Carlin. Funny. misinformed anybody misinformed but loving oh i don't use that word anymore yeah, yeah. no you know what it's it pa- it's a lot of hate it's passe and it slices and it's mean i think they can use that word well <laughs> it hurts more than it helps it hel- yes thank you next question next question please can you when you go bump 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 at the end just like really draw it out a little more Um, but wow. wow. What the fuck was he holding back for? <laughs> now we know why the girls fuck him. Yeah, well, you know what I say about JJ? That uh, one week I said when he plays the trumpet, uh, uh, girls in the audience come spits out of their pussies. <laughs> like a trumpet. But now I have to add uh, to, to gay. And by the way, what if I'm not kidding. What if my brother, he tells his uh, associate, listen, please, would you please listen to the show? You, you, you take it out of context. That is a running joke for whatever reason. My brother, I don't even know his friend's name that he teaches with. He thinks that that's funny because it's just so vulgar and so wrong and so crass. But if you really listen to the show and then she listens in and I go, come, spits out of their pussy. You know, but she- pet I like to pet and every evening we get set. I stroke it every chance I get. It's my, my girl's pussy. All right. Okay, next question. You can call it a spit relief valve, too. Question 34B. <laughs> 34B. No, I think we, we did the trumpet salute already. 34B, Jake. How do you craft your signature bit, i.e. Jim Gaffigan's Hot Pockets? Okay, I'm going to tell you this, and we're going to move on. You don't. You find it naturally. You find it naturally. You do comedy for a long time, and sometimes you can't think of your signature bit. There's a a club owner in town that tries to help people do it early. It's insulting to the comedians that uh, that accidentally stumble upon it. Once they accidentally stumble upon it, can they then finesse it a little bit? Of course, but you don't find your signature piece. Ian and I, the, for one of the first pieces of advice that we got from a club owner was to get seven minutes of stand up, and then and then to get really good at that seven minutes, and then and then we'll get on the Tonight Show. Who was this? Good, say it, Randy Lubis. Well, I don't want to edit this out, but 
You know that that's that's information that might have been good many years ago. Yeah, so yeah. I don't, I don't. It's very dated. But but it's it's a little dated, right. and 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 you don't try I mean, to find what your 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 hook is. Really, in, in you know 2014, all you you just take a comedy class. That's going to be yeah. Those your are move those are good. Those are good. Those are those are, <laughs> and that's what they're for. They're, I mean, if you're going to try to be a stand-up comedian, why not why pay not for it? Why not take a class that you're paying hard money for? Sure. Yeah. To have another you from know. someone who couldn't do comedy, or they'd be doing it. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, and who better <laughs> to know, teach them? Who's got more time? Do you know the uh, question number next? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a little off in the beginning, but you made up for it at the end. You felt it. You were shitting in your pants over there. I could I tell. Hate, I hate to step on it, but there's a local comedy class that at the end you get a, a graduation sheet with instructions on how to get to their open mic. <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck out of there. Where is this? That's a real thing. That's well, the same. Oh yeah. I Can I it. tell you there's exceptions for everything in the world. Are there some comedy classes out there that might help you get you, comedians, they're meant to be comedians, but they're a little nervous. They take a class that helps them a little bit, of course. But overwhelmingly, 99% of them, no. They teach you what you have to learn naturally, and you just got to get up. You know what I tell everybody, and I'm going to repeat it, um, is I tell everybody that – and I don't think it's half-baked bullshit try to make somebody feel good advice. But whenever I'm – like sometimes I'll go to Helium and you go to a night early – and a lot of times at an open mic night in a lot of cities, you see a lot of great comedians because they're comedians that have been doing it. They live in Philly still, but they've been doing comedy two, three, four, five years. And then you see maybe sometimes some that they're going up for the first time. And I swear to you when I give this advice, it's not cheesy motivational advice. I really believe it. It would always be great if the first time you went up on stage you also did well. But if you don't, and it's going to suck, and it's not going to feel great, but if there's anything that when things calm down and it's an hour later after you got off stage and it didn't go the way you wanted it to, sometimes the first time on, it, it, it goes amazingly well sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't go well the first time. Some, but whatever it is, when you get off stage, no bullshit. You fucking did what every stand-up comedian, whether it's Richard Pryor, whether it's George Carlin... Whether it's Roddy Dangerfield, whether it's Mitch Hedberg, Dave Cross, Patton Oswald, Paul F. Tompkins, or me, or Jake Adams, or Ian, or Bill, Bill Busher. <laughs> you did it. Thank you. You fucking did it. And it's a big goddamn deal. Does it feel better if you did it for the first time and it went over? Yeah. You, advice doesn't help if you try to bullshit people. To do, to join that club and have it go over well? Yeah, that, that, that would be the ultimate. But guess what? Shave off the part that it didn't go well. It's still a big fucking deal. You fucking got up on stage and you join a club of an amazing. It's an amazing club to join. So even if it doesn't go good the first time, you fucking did it. Stop with the music. It's insulting. Can I? So many of these these pieces of advice are about the business of stand up comedy. The business, which is so unfair, because to even ask the all the questions that if you're in the position. To uh, to take advantage of those, you're in the you already have the answer because if you don't know, then you're not ready. People will come to you and, and sort of, but this is uh, so much about stand up comedy and getting into it is sort of the the like oh I want to have this identity as a stand up comedian I want to be paid I want to do NACA 
How do I? You how stop do I, it already. How, yeah, you, it, that's those, why those, those problems will be solved. For, you think that Jim Gaffigan went like, you know what? You know what? I think will really sell a bit about a meat pop tart. N- exactly. <laughs> that's like, really what's gonna. Way, my my, my <laughs> mom listens to the show, so watch your mouth. Meat pop tarts. I know what that means. That means pussy. No. <laughs> I'm imagining Gaffigan in his apartment with serial killer string connecting like pop tart <laughs> images. To yeah. Try to figure it all out. Yeah. <laughs> Reverse engineering. The How will I be? Uh, have a reoccurring role on that but, 70s show. He didn't care. No one cares. Anyway, you know who doesn't care? The thing I've always said uh, to... I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> My jokes don't go over. I don't care. Everybody, I don't care. I don't... He doesn't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't... If Kevin Meany's performing in your neighborhood, go see him. I don't want to waste this while we're trying to get through these questions. We will play this again later, and we will fucking love it. <laughs> Kevin Meany, look his website up. If he has club dates, go see him. Trust me, you will have a fucking good time. If there's any comedian in the history of this show that I went, I'm not shitting you. Go to your computer. See where Kevin Meany's performing. Go see him. You will leave happy. It is a fucking experience of a lifetime. What's the next question? And the next question, please. Number nine. Number nine. What forms of social media do you feel work best for promoting yourself oh my God. and your material? It's all the stuff. Uh, you don't, uh, you don't have, have to worry about it. Once you're doing, I'll answer. It'll that take care of itself. It'll, It'll take, take care of itself. itself. You will never. I, have to I ask would that say, question. you know, you're going to want to have like a strong eBay presence. You're going to want to be regularly posting on Foursquare. Later in your career, yes, there's no doubt that Twitter and all these things can be very helpful to get people out to see your show. We are not spitting on social media because social media has brought a lot of great comedians to people that would have never known them before with just traditional, uh, you know, t- with traditional television. But we just go, go to an open mic night once a week. Go to it twice a week. Get to your, every question almost answers the same. Find open mic nights, perform. What do you do if it's three in the morning and there's only five comedians? Perform. Just fucking perform. Next question. Next question, please. I put the the, the, the disco ball on for half a second. I feel Jay. like I should just skip this, but do comedians need to have a website or is Facebook, Twitter, etc. enough? <sighs> just yeah, okay. Next question. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Jake, by the way. <laughs> what kind of, I looked at him like I wanted to say something else, so he was already into the thing. So I was like, bump, 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 bump. Get it right? Hey, Gabe, could you play a little trumpet? 
Are there any more questions? Good job, Gabe. Are there any more? Because I want to take a break. Two more. Two more. How you doing? Pretty good. Good. You happy? Sure. You good in life? You like life, right? Yeah, life's pretty you cool. Seem, you seem pretty positive about life. Do you enjoy it? Yeah. Is I didn't have those shirts growing up, the Life is Good shirts, and then it was like a baseball stick player or something. No. Really? Never but that's you. That's the real deal. You always seem like you're in pretty good spirits. I like his energy a lot. Me you too. You make me really, really comfortable. Me too. Some people you like, and, and, and um, uh, like there's a uh, guy we do this um, open mics with sometimes, Damien Holmes. He, and his, just his presence. He's actually probably no, wait, right well, who? now. Damien Holmes. He, uh, he was going to be here. He just got there. He was going to be yeah, He probably just he got probably here. Got he he was going to this open mic that we were going to go to. We came here instead. Oh, Damien. Damien. Well, that's right. He didn't show. Oh. oh. <laughs> you know who else? Positive energy. It's by the way. You know that word when you go there. Brody Stevens. That person. <laughs> <laughs> that person has a positive energy. Whatever it is, whether it's an energy or vibe or a good, a good positive. They're just they. This guy right over yeah, here, I Aristotle. I was pointing to the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I was pointing to you. Sure, let the, he, <laughs> let Aristotle, Aristotle. Sure, he has a good energy. Yeah. Aristotle, Aristotle. But it, Aristotle. Can I say you Aristotle? Were, you were the one of the. What's this? Aristotle. 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 Come on, we got to show this. Okay, go. We got one more question, then we're going to take a break. Two more. Two more. And Shut one of them's up. for Aristotle. <laughs> <laughs> Who did that? I did that. That was good. Thank you. My fake rides here. Uh, do you? <laughs> Go ahead. Do you recommend podcasting for all new comedians? No. Next. <laughs> yeah. Next question. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I think if that's something you want to do, yes, you do it. And just like your stand-up, if you can't find a creative spin. On your podcast, then maybe you shouldn't do a podcast, but like stand up. Everyone does stand up, but you try to think and do it your own little spin on it. And then, uh, yeah, so whoever wants to do it, the serious answer for that is if it's something you want to do and you crave doing it, obviously. I think but. he was asking whether or not all new comedians should listen to your podcast. Absolutely. Okay, there you go. Well, because there's a reason, because people, you know, people, uh, I don't know how to say it. How do I say it? The Todd Glass Show. Voted number one by the Podcasters Association of America. Joe, I miss you. <laughs> Go ahead. Joe, uh, lyricist Joe, you know, he's the best. He drives in the car. He listens to the show. I like to sometimes. Everybody give lyric lyricist Joe a nice kiss. Oh, hello, lyricist. Mm. Okay, next. Last one. This one's for Aristotle. This is, is it? Did I just do what I thought I did? You throw up in your mouth. I thought I. <laughs> Nobody move. Nobody. <laughs> Everyone stand. We all did what you thought you Why did. Why would you say? Nobody move <laughs> until we find out we get to the yeah. bottom of this. That actually was the original script for Clue. <laughs> Is this a real question for Aristotle? Yeah. You swear to George Carlin? Yes. Okay. Really? Yes. Okay. May we have a. a do you have something special you we could do, like even more than the other? Because this is the last question. Like, do what you, you do. What, do whatever behooves you. <laughs> Aristotle. What your kind of podcast equipment and hosting services do you use for your podcast? 
Seriously, don't do that, Arista. Let him talk. And by the way, don't play that jingle again. And I'm not joking around. Do not play that jingle again. I swear to God. That same blah, blah, but, jingle. Okay. We, yeah, don't. Uh, you know, Chris Hardwick always likes to start with... All right, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got around on a technicality. Hold on, Aristotle. Don't play the jingle you played the first time. And don't play an archive jingle that we've heard three months ago. Don't play any jingle, whether it's uh, uh, that one or the one we heard three months ago. Let them tell a story and don't be disrespectful. Go ahead. Okay, so not the same one and then not one we've, never, we've ever done before. No, neither. Okay. Go ahead, Aristotle. Well, you walk in the guitar center and you ask them and you just buy whatever It's a new one. Oh, right, you got me. You know, I see, I see uh, Gabe over there trying. Are you trying to learn it in your head? It looked like you were. All right, listen. We have so much to do today, um, and uh, I got to do this really quick. This is actually uh, from Chris Harbrook. I got to play this. I have no. What? I masturbate to this. In rhythm. Let it That's where he comes. That's what I all right, listen, we're going to take a break. I'm, I'm in such a good mood right now. I want you guys to know you're in great company. I'm loving the both of you. No, no, stop, stop. Now, and I also want to apologize for the – we wanted you to play um, Ring of Fire on piano. <laughs> oh, my and it's, God. And you can't. No, you can't. I learned you can't. Can you go over to the drums? We'll do something else, and I apologize for that. You can't. But um, I, uh, I asked Lynn uh, – it's, it's, it's a very hard song to play on the piano. Boom, boom. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, let's take a break. We'll hear this. Let's go. Oh, you motherfucker. This doesn't sound like the song, though. Happily answer I for that. I love you to death. I'll happily answer for that. <laughs> but 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 you know what? I'm, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you the truth. Go. You all, uh, what's wrong? Oh, the house is loud. Go. Go. But but here's the thing. Go. I've been on the road for a long time, and the band sometimes Ooh. with. <laughs> okay. On the road. Should we leave, Todd? Does on that the make Who are you, Jack Kerouac? Small cities across the country. 
I can play He's that a song. Road dog. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Let me, let me. Hear. I, By the I, way, I heard that. I, I, I went back and listened to that song. Mm. If you actually sit down, that sort of sounds like it, but that's not actually what you wanted. Put on actual Ring of Fire. Tell me that that that's what you wanted. That, play it again. No, the one that, not the one that. No, no, it. no. But play it again. Hold on, play it again. Let me hear. You don't have to play. T- Mind you, I sat at the piano learning this right before the show. Oh, you mean the trumpet that it's on? I'll tell you what we'll do. I'll tell you what we'll do. I'll tell you what we we'll do. Okay, I'll tell you what we we'll do. By the way, to George Carr, and yeah. I'm being honest. To George Carr, yeah. you're going to like the way this goes. Go. Yes, it, that you know that is the Ring of Fire, and as much as I, and when I heard it, I go, I gotta bring it down because they do play it on the road for me. This has, to, by the way, this is a proud yeah. moment in my life. When they play it on the road for me, sometimes when there's no trumpet, when there's just a piano and drums, it it's a little flat. It's a little flat. And when I heard it today, I thought, wait, you can play it. But then I thought, well, Todd, but it's a little flat. And I wanted to play it in front of you just as a silly way. But you're right. It's a little flat. And I said that, too. You said you want to go in. Boom. I want it big. I want it big. And you can't do it. Do you remember what I, I played, though? I played um, boom. Oh, no, I played. Uh, I played. Uh, dum, 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 boom. I played um, uh, Stand By Me. Boom, 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 boom. Watch your hands. <laughs> That's great. If you gave your reverb. There's a piano. I'll go play it. Do you want to do it with your mouth and he'll join in with the drums? Boom, 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 has come boom 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 and the land is dark and the moon is the only light we'll see boom 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 no i won't shed a tear no i won't shed a tear just as long as you stay come stand by me Stand by me. Oh, wait, keep going. I got a better one. I got this is way better. I'm letting you do it. Used to start it in a park. Used to chill after dark. Oh, when they throw my heart, that's when it fell apart. Oh, love. My baby's driving me crazy. Damn way to beautiful girls. That's why they never heard it had me suicidal. Suicidal when they say it's over. Take it home. Good job, JJ. I mean, uh, Gabe. Uh, you know what's so sad? Okay. Is, uh, that was Damien Holmes' favorite song. He oh, that is, that is no. Was that really? No. It's come on. Oh, my God. Damien. Oh, Damien. Oh, we did a song for him. Damien. What? Well, that's right. What? He did a show. Oh, that's not good. Well, well he's actually, well, he's actually oh. opening for a guy. He's opening for a guy. He's opening for a guy who's doing comedy in a vest. 
Well, you know, <laughs> well, listen, let me take a breath. First of all, I, I'm going to be very happy to say that I'm proud of myself because I was going to sell it as, oh, you see, it's on the piano. <laughs> no, I called but, that but, right but, away. But am I, am, I, am I being a big man? Maybe, no, no. Why, maybe I'm not being a big man if I need so much credit for it. Yeah. I mean, oh, wow. You did it. Please. I'm oh, sorry. Give, give me a little credit. I'm proud. Every of okay. you're mad at me, I, I grab the glass and go, oh, okay. I'm, I'm proud of myself because I realized I'm, I'm going to get this out or I'm not going to sleep well. I had all intentions on playing that song for you and going, see? <laughs> but then I realized, as you were sitting across from me, that it is flat on the road. Oh, it's, it's not totally. a song. That can, and every time they're playing it, I'm thinking, are they not playing, like, filling in the vocals? But you can't. No, you can't. Now, if somebody listening proves us wrong and they play the piano and they go, no, that was a flat version and they could send it in and oh, say, that would be amazing. That would be amazing. I, I, I would love to be wrong in that exact way where someone put the effort to create something for me to that be That you wrong. could do on piano. <laughs> absolutely. But, but, but to that, till that happens, you're absolutely Thank right. Thank you. <laughs> I'm, right that the, mean? I'm right in the interim. <laughs> but That's a great way to be right. Do we want to close... No, you're right all the way across. Okay. And you, do you want to close? How about if we close the little ring of fire? Do you know it on the trumpet, JJ? The taste of love. I mean, uh, Gabe. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. When that's not. That's like not the, you, do you want to? Can you do? A, I can try along with the recording. Yeah. I can try. All right. Come on over to this mic right over here, and then we'll we'll go to break on this. We'll take a break. We'll get some fresh you're, air. I I can already hear in your voice that you do a perfect Johnny Cash. <clears throat> really? Yeah, absolutely. I can hear. Uh, I hear this trainer coming. No, pull it back a little. Ro- pull it back a little bit. Pull it back a little. Bit. I hear this trainer coming. There you go. They're rolling around the bend. I hear this trainer. No, I, I, okay. Yeah. Let's do a little ring of fire. We'll take. We'll we'll play a little bit of this, and then we'll take a break, and we'll come back. And that was the pre-show, folks. No, that's the pre-show. I Is that it. embarrassing? No, I love shows? it. Other shows are embarrassed. They're like, that's his pre-show? Are you shitting me? <laughs> Chris Hardwick's calling in. He wants this to be the pre-pre-show. Oh, yeah. So This, this is the pre-pre. We're coming back the with the pre-show. Is it the pre-pre-pussy show? This is the pre-pre-pussy show. <laughs> the post-pre-pussy show. What if my... What if my... What if my... Uh, <laughs> what's the matter, Jake? <laughs> You don't know what you want me to do with that post <laughs> <laughs> You just put them in my face. All right, we'll talk later. Stop it already. It's just like you're you being cover a... them with your No, hand. I don't cover them with my hands. Sometimes I you're right. When I hold the post, it's up. I do. I cover them with my fat Jew fingers. Oh, you do have fat Jew fingers. <laughs> we have this we got to get to. There's a lot to get to today. Sure. Some what? of that wine and so dine. Variety. Sobriety, sobriety, I love sobriety. Taking back control of your life, taking responsibility. Building your relationships, I love sobriety. We'll take a break. You're listening to the Todd Glass Show. We'll be right back. Better in the mirror, too. Here at wow. Hole 9 of the Masters. Can I, what did you say? <laughs> We're here at Hole 9 of the Masters. This is going to be a fun show. I want to play this from... Uh, who, what, what's, who is that that sent this in last week? I, that's the name of his website on there. What is it? <laughs> Dung, uh, the name of his website is Dungus Records. Dungus Records. I always say, because it took me from the Johnny Cash song... Um, we're going to listen to this song because I actually liked it. So from Johnny Cash saying it's all dirt in that song and he's taking the dirt, I think. I don't know. That's a Nine Inch Nails song. I took out of it, it's all dirt. 
Like whatever you need. Like whenever you're stressed out, it's all fucking dirt. It my, doesn't always work. My empire of dirt. Yeah, my empire of dirt. That was Johnny Cash. Yeah, yeah. Sort of. But this is a, a well, it was a Nine Inch Nails <laughs> song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My empire of dirt. Look, I'm half right. It's my Look, name on my. Both right. Thank you. Can't we both be? <laughs> so, so can't we all be right? There's like an anti-abortion argument. Like, can't we both be right? Nothing ever got done that Yeah. Listen, you guys make jokes. I get the emails. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't get it. It's email. us emailing you. I don't like those guys you had on last. Why week. are they talking about abortion? Meanwhile, they're like, "Stop the jingles! I'm going to stab myself in the eye." Um, <laughs> edit that out because if Joe hears that, he gets very upset. You know, he's sensitive. <laughs> That's what they used to call gay people. Anyway. <laughs> Oh, they're sensitive. Oh, he's just, he's not gay, he's sensitive. Oh, he's sensitive. He's sensitive. Sure. Leave like, him alone, he'll grow into it. Hey, okay, listen. So, um, so he wrote this listener to George Carlin, for what it's worth, maybe overused in this situation to George Carlin, but he sent in a song, and it's like his, it's called It's All Dirt. So, mm-hmm. and uh, I liked it. He said, oh, you do not have to play this. I'm like, I want to play it. I did right. like it. I, do you know? Do you know who, that was good. Do you know who would have loved that? Who? Damien Holmes. Damien Holmes. Oh, Damien always loved songs what, though, like that. that. Open, no, he yeah, did. Do you know what though? That that open mic has got a bus stop right next to it, so it gets a lot of foot traffic. Oh, Damien. Damien. Well, that's right. He didn't show. Oh. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh. Should have came, Damien. It's mm-hmm. all dirt. Really quick. Well, guess what? Ian Davis is here. Hey, That's right. Come on. We're not fucking around, you know. Ian Davis. <laughs> Ian Davis. 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 Take it home. 
That is uh, literally what I hear when I'm ignoring someone. <laughs> I'm not paying attention to an authority figure. That's what I hear. Pretty much all of middle school, that was the soundtrack <laughs> in my adolescent brain. That was that fun. That was beautiful. Thank you. Jesus. And you know what? And now I'm going to apologize, and I know I'm going to never live this down, but I am being honest. We didn't... I... We don't have one for Bill. That's okay. I know. And but I you feel... have to make it up, though. Well, we will. We yeah, will. You're gonna... How... I do have this I can play, though. Do me a favor. Play this. He might like this. I think he might. I don't know. No. Bill, 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 <laughs> Bill, Bill, Busher. Bill, 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 Busher. 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 Bill, Bill. I'm surprised you got all the high school bullies to come back together to scream at me. I can't believe you perfectly Can captured you? the sound I hear when I pleasure myself. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I'm here with not, Bill not, today. Not, not, not what he hears, the sound to it which makes. his ejaculation sounds. Play that again, Bill Bill Busher. Bill, Bill, Bill. He says he masturbates to this. Now you can picture that. Picture how sad that would be. He loved you so much. No, you weren't. You weren't picturing it before. Someone loves you so much that they're at the house and they get a hold of this song. Let's make it real. They find this song and they go. To be honest, I do masturbate. What do you mean make it real? It is. Someone comes to your show. Probably does. I mean, I'm hoping that happens. And imagine very literally not sexual thoughts. Just these words. Yes. This is just no, no. Right. Just these words. They just in their house somewhere's laying in bed. Could be uh, anybody. Guy, girl. Uh, And this is what people hear from the other room. This is what people hear that live with this person. It's the only way I can come. God damn it. This just does it for me. Ah! Alright, enough. It literally just sounds like an anxiety attack. (laughs) Mamby Pampers? It's that that song is a vasodilator. <laughs> it's the <laughs> you guys. Any middle aged men in the room? <laughs> Listen, that's. Can I tell you how much? That's fun doing that. <laughs> I want to send you one back. Masturbating thing about Bill. Todd, the gift, the gift that keeps on bothering people. <laughs> what are you talking about? You're gonna make that your ringtone and don't even lie. Play it again. <laughs> I guarantee you, one day he's at a Starbucks. Here's what people hear, and I'm not shitting. Bill, 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 Bill Busher. Bill, 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 Bill Busher. Bill, 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 Bill Busher. Bill, 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 Bill. Is that that guy's phone? Bill, 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 Bill. Excuse me, is that that guy's phone? Bill, 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 Bill. Is that that guy's phone? Bill, Bill. My guess is if you owned a car dealership, <laughs> you could sit here now. Bill Bushman? Bill Busher. 
<laughs> now, my guess is that if you owned a car dealership and they would, be, and you, and it's years from now, comedy doesn't. My guess, if I owned a car dealership, yeah. I would have other problems. Comedy, no, well, this is this is this is the story it paints. It's, it's, it's sure, I paint a story right now of a young gentleman that wanted to do stand-up comedy so bad. And even some comedians thought that he was had promise. He was at the point in his career, maybe five years in, <laughs> and he has a lot of promise. Now, cut to 25 years later. Never did comedy. He owns a, and then go to play his name. And this guy now he owns a car dealership, and he so wants fame that when they page him, they don't go, Bill Busher, you have a line on call two. You you save this from all those years. This is what goes over your whole car dealership. You have a phone call. Bill Busher, call on line two seven. By the way, this bit might have not gone in a great place, but at least I own it. When I was younger, I wanted to own a car dealership. I wanted to own the weirdest things. Just can you put a little echo in my mic? Because I wanted to be Todd Glass two five, Todd Glass two five. I was like, yeah, I want that to be me. Like, that's right, I gotta go. They're paging me because no one gets paged unless they're important back when I was young. Well, at least you found a, <laughs> at least you found a part of your life that you combines all of your loves. Stand-up comedy and whatever that was. <laughs> You're like, what can I possibly do that provides all the intellectual freedom of stand-up comedy and all, all the emotional badgering of being in a used car lot? What span of, 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 oh. of human uh, potential can I... And then you found it. An act. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, can I tell you, I just like talking on the PA, I think the thing is. Yeah. Because a lot of the jobs are stand-up comedy. Okay, that involves other things. But uh, wouldn't mind being, the, you know, I always wanted to talk on the PA. Like, if ever my parents, when they were younger, they went to these things called dog shows. And I would go. I was like 11, 12 years old. I, you know, I didn't really like going, but people were sort of cool. And it didn't, you know, it, and I did impersonations of the dog handlers. <laughs> it made everybody laugh. <laughs> because the dog handlers were very... Uh, they're very eccentric people. You know, they're either uh, flaming gay or they're uh, just a parody of, like, John Wayne. And the, you know, they're all, like, or characters. Howard, Howard, <laughs> it'd be really funny to have Howard Cosell do the – yeah, Howard Cosell. Santa's little helpers, lines on the inside track. Well, they do. That Negro can move. <laughs> they That's what he's, he said that a lot on, on tape. He did? Yeah, That's one, or, good one or two times. But listen, let me not lose myself in my story here, or m- lose myself in your story. Wait, now that can I think someone about do a Howard Cosell? Can we have racist? No, why? Why? What do you want to do? Lose listeners? Hey, I got, I got. Uh, listen, they don't know who. I- hey, and then you can do Betty how, Davis how and get the fuck out of here, you pile of shit. I won't have it. I'm relevant. Listen, now listen up, good. So how many anyway, listeners do you have? When I was younger, uh, and I don't mean to brag. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we get it. You were younger. Oh, you I ain't. don't mean to brag, but I, don't I, was, mean uh, brag. I don't mean to show off. Once Todd um, once. I wanted to. But that's what they're always saying when they say, when I was a kid, they're always just about to brag, kind of, in a way. Like, well, I walked always, four miles yeah. to school. When that's I was a kid, funny. all right, great. Uphill, but When yeah. I was a kid, I cried into a sock. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's from my new one-man show. Write that down, JJ. Jake. JJ. Jake. JJ. JJ. Jake. JJ. JJ. Go! Listen, possibly I want to remember what I was talking about. Everyone, I need to to George Carlin. Car dealership. 
I thank you. <laughs> thank you, because it's important to me to remember to have consistency in this show. No, the listeners demand it. No, seriously, I'm being serious. If I had a George Carlin gavel that would demand ruling, I would bl- playing it right now and say I want to take control of the room. Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> I said to George Carlin, yes, I said it in a silly way, but I will not confuse George Carlin. I am being serious because I feel it's chaos and I need to, you know, <laughs> you guys. If he are was the here, best. he'd be like, enough already. Okay, here's what it is at the car dealership. By the way, this has nothing to do with you. I just want you to. Of course not, Todd. No, no, really no, 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 no. Is when you, you gave up. It's best. all about you, Todd. I want to oh. see, see this best man speech. No hey, one, this isn't about you, you and then you. Can I tell you something? When someone's high. Sarcasm is scary. <laughs> I need someone that says you're in good company. I love you. Not like, thanks, Todd, because then that's going to freak me out. So at least I was able to express that, and I think that's a good thing. At so, least. So at listen, least. at the card, this has nothing to do with you. <laughs> no, I'm going to go back, back to that. This has to do with me being embarrassed that I was telling a story, and then I get sidetracked. Aristotle reminded me, so I just if I say it, I'll let it go. Rory Scovel says, don't worry about going back to what you forgot about. Just go to the next thing, and that's hard for me to do. So he, I'm glad he's so great. <laughs> I'm tired of hearing about it. Okay, so I was talking about the car dealership. and uh, the, Yeah, I just wanted to uh, talk on the big... <laughs> <laughs> Which is what you're doing currently. It's, I'm, I'm saying is if it's a job where you can talk on a PA... Oh, it's the, it's the fucking dog shows, you <laughs> morons! Nobody knows anything around here. That's what the Todd first goes off on a first tangent. That's why I didn't like the three. Oh no! No, come on! No, no. What's wrong? Oh, since I don't feel comfortable being in an environment where I'm called a moron. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. I'm sorry. No, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry for calling you a moron. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> excuse me. You mean it? <laughs> yes, I do. Sure, I mean it. I love that. It's someone that cries. I'm not, because guess what? That's raw emotion. I'm not comfortable when someone talks to me like I'm a moron. How would someone react to that? It would be a fun way to react. Like if you were at a job and I don't care where it's at and someone talks to you down one day. So just to go fuck it. If you're going to quit, how about this? If you're going to quit, I get it. Sometimes you have to swallow your pride. I'm not telling you to do this. But if you're going to quit, have fucking, I know it sounds the old cliche, have fun. The next time someone makes an egregious talk, wait. You work there all this time and put up with someone's shit. If they're truly being an asshole to you, wait it out and leave on a high. And the next time they say something just really cold and just not even on the, on the, on the, on the perimeter, just bad, just that you used to put up with it, but now you know you're quitting, look at them and just have a fun bit and get a giggle out of it. It's not even mean. You're not yelling. And just do what Jake just did. Go, oh, oh. I just feel horrible working with someone so mean. What are they going to do? And cry like a little kid and then punch him in the face. What if you, what if you just drop the stakes out of that? You, you, know, you wait till you know you're going to quit and you go up to Cork and you go, I didn't think you're going to wear those pants today and just run out the front door and never, <laughs> yeah, never you, to come back. You'd, wait, I got, I got a little <laughs> lost. No, 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 no. Or you can do what Larry David did. Well, no, which, I got lost. I want to follow him. I don't want to just move past <laughs> it ignorantly. I, that, but I should have probably because, you know, you helped me out there. But I, yeah, I thought maybe he was on to my shit. Ah, uh, no. <laughs> you don't mean that. No, no. I, well, I do mean, mean that. that. I got lost. No, you don't mean that. I don't mean I, what? Well, I can hear it in your voice. The way you said it, it's like, you mean you don't mean it. It's okay. It's whatever. It's just your thing. Oh. No, it's okay. Because sometimes I you can't be some... in a room where people. No, no, no. Oh. Some... <laughs> 
In San Antonio, they say, if we're having fun, they're having fun. And I'm having a lot of fun right now. Sure, there's some weird things. That sounds like here. such a San Antonio thing to say. <laughs> it does. Dumb motherfuckers. No. No. Nice. No, every that's time. That's why I- do you think they have the San, uh, San Antonio tree? San Antonio, the San Antonio, Antonio tree. Yeah, exactly. Those that's dumb the motherfuckers. Jingle. That's not San where that's from. San Antonio. No, that's, that's from a- San Francisco. Oh, you're they're, right. they're dumb motherfuckers. No, why are you being me? Why no, you every yelling? time you're I- scaring me. No, every time. Hello? I- Hello? Every time I've been no, to even- San Antonio. He's gone. I guess we have to wrap the show up. I've been he's to uncontrollable. San- every- I, if I'm not in control, this thing is not going to happen. <laughs> the minute I feel like I lose control, things are going to just go really bad. I think I got this. I feel better now. No, I like this song. I'm sorry. I just want to enjoy it. I'm sorry. I just like to enjoy a song. I don't. I don't feel good. It's hard not to feel good when listening to this song, though. This isn't the original, is it? I want to hear this song and like sarcastically. <laughs> Can I show you all about my... that bass? I'm all about yeah. I'm all about that bass. Hold on one second, everybody. Can I play something? In all seriousness, I have a new ringtone. Do we play this already? Your new ringtone? Yeah. Uh, no, uh, I don't think we have played your new ringtone yet. Can you play it? I don't know what you're gonna play. Bill, 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 the button, it doesn't. He took out the eject button. <laughs> this would be way funnier if I was a really well-known celebrity. Wait, are you pressing the pause button? No, there's no there's no controls on this. He, why did the pause button... There's no pause button even there. Oh, that's what you said. Wait, no, no, no. I can skip to the next song. Let me, let me, let me skip to the next song. Skip to the next song. Yeah, all right, oh, at least the tracks work. There's 13. Are you shitting me? Well, let's skip to track seven. Skip to track seven. What, why, why is my CD? Uh. Pause for one second. Ring, 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 ring. What was that? Well, to do any bit on this show, you need to bring your own sound effect to get in. <laughs> yeah, you, you need to get in. That's the only way you squeeze into my. That's the only way you can interrupt and get involved. Bing, 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 bing. Hey, I'm like, what's that? And I get excited. Both, wait, both of their phones. Both their phones ring with a uh, with a mysteriously familiar ringtone. I, I, I think I feel my phone vibrating. Do you? Do you? Do you want me to do a vibrating yeah, sound? You know, do the do the the billboard show. Right <laughs> do the wait. Do the part of this joke that's funny. Can I tell you, Troy Conrad? You know this got unfairly used on you because uh, Troy Conrad. Uh, uh, <laughs> 
Troy Conrad. Let me let me tell you the story. You'll feel better. Troy Conrad. <laughs> he was gonna, he was gonna do it, and then he remembered he had the fucking sign. Rory, of course, because Rory will ask for cues, and we all and and for most guests we do it because they just think it's. I like that someone thinks, oh shit, I get this. So Rory will do it, but for some reason, so which you didn't do, Troy spends half the show doing it. Oh, oh, he's like, I'm like Troy, just start. It doesn't mean so. We, this was in pray for Troy, <laughs> and we're like, we made it like four weeks ago, and I almost am inviting. First of all, he's great on the show, but I've been inviting him just because I can't wait to hold up this goddamn sign, and it says, "Sorry, I only take music cues from Todd Glass." <laughs> and then we, I think we were so anxious to use it that you saw Jake go to. That, well, how he went. That, but... to, he went to get your song without even batting no, an he eye, and, and then, then he, he sees it. the sign, he and he's it. like, "Oh, I'll hold the sign up." <laughs> And that's why I explain everything. And that's why I have a radio show, number one, by the Podcasters Association of America. And that's the truth. And I don't make that up. No, no that's the truth. The Todd Glass Show. Voted number one by the Podcasters Association of America. I play that in the room. <laughs> that's the way I wanted it heard. Let me play it the way that, that, that I didn't want them to hear it. I need the audience to know what's going on. Play it, play it just through here. Yeah. The Todd Glass Show. Voted number one by the Podcasters Association of America. No, that's not what I want the audience to know in one <laughs> fleeting second. I want them to know this. And they feel the energy at home when I do it this way. Oh, they're going, yeah, we felt it. Go ahead. The Todd Glass Show. Voted number one by the Podcasters Association of America. Yeah, that's right, motherfucker. <laughs> I just got really paranoid that, fucking we around. Were, that we were recording. <laughs> we are recording. Oh my god! I got this Wait, one. no, we're not. I had this. Oh. oh my god! You ever just have one of those those like fever dreams? Like you you smoke too much pot and you wake up and you're like at a podcast <laughs> with all these like all your peers. Oh man! Can I tell you something? A little bit every day, man. Can I? Can I tell you something to George Carlin? No. To George Carlin. You, but you know that word on the show. Like that's the yeah, old, yeah, yeah, I know that you're. In, I you're, reject it. You're great. You're great, and I and and uh, you're all, you're both very funny. So you feel I want you to know you're having like I hope you're having a good time. I'm grinding it, my teeth at that compliment. <laughs> why? Because no, no, that's what happens when you're on ecstasy. What happens? You grind your teeth because you you don't. Oh, have, that's a compliment that's to a my compliment. compliment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I like it. I'll I'm take really, it. Like, hey, thank you for your compliment to my compliment, so and, I'll, and I must have it in there. I want to be honest for a second. I meant that compliment. <laughs> and uh, and I've got many more to give you, and I just wanted to to exchange it. The you exchange. I'll let me tell you something. Sometimes compliments, you know, they might feel a little. Thank you, but uh, <laughs> they always feel good, even though it feels weird getting them. But it does feel. What? No, that's a little weird. No, I, I wouldn't. No. Would, come on. Would you go on the David Letterman show and do that to him? <laughs> then why should be any less respect? <laughs> no. Would you go on? You go on the. There's there's not a lot of people listen to this show. You're going to go on to the David Letterman show. Dave sits down. He goes, hey, how you been? He goes, what would you do on the Letterman show? I would talk to him about my funny stories. <laughs> what if your only funny story is the time you, tell you, something? you went on David Letterman and you tried to kiss him? <laughs> right. I so remember anyway. when Letterman called me over. Yeah. And, he, and he just went, I'm coming, honey. I, I he wouldn't laugh. He wouldn't laugh, by the my way. My phone rang all night. Can I tell you something? I don't. Whenever I use this term, I I like to use it sometimes. Maybe I overuse it, but to me, it makes it helps me the, to the George Carlin thing because Legend. I never break it with the audience. I don't fiddle with it. The only thing that makes me angry not angry because I know guests don't know if they play with that because it's such a great fucking thing to have. 
It is. It's a valuable tool to George Carlin. For me, it's swear to God, whatever it is to somebody, but to me, it's George Carlin. So, um, uh, so to George Carlin. Um, now I forget what I was to George Carlining. I have no idea I know what you you're don't. talking about. <laughs> you don't. No, no, well, you, listeners they, do. They, so you're going to look you foolish. Were, you're, 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 you were know, giving me a. Co- you they forget. Me a, there's other people listening. You were giving me a and there's going to be a final word in on you. this. Do you know who else is completely lost right now? You. Damien Holmes. Damien Holmes. Well, he, oh, is Damien, he here? Oh, is he here? Both no, no, emotionally no, no, he's here. Shut up. You wouldn't have said that. Wait, that would be so cool if he comes. Oh, my God. I can't wait. It would be great. But I can't wait. Not. But he's not coming. What? What's this? Oh, Damien. Then why would they have made him a jingle? I don't... It doesn't make sense. Damien. Oh, he's... What? Well, that's right. He didn't show. Oh. Well, oh, that's wow. weird. Oh. Okay. No, yeah, he's not. I guess he just... Give me a compliment. It was you were you were saying you started with I don't throw around the term legend lightly. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great thing to do if you. I don't. Fr- I don't remember, I don't remember where you memory. were going with it. I don't remember <laughs> where you were going with it. Will you finish? I I wish I w- could replay back the stuff from the show right in real time, but we can't oh. because Aristotle refused. Well, at least you brought it up. Aristotle- <laughs> oh, shut up! You didn't fuck Jen Kirkman. it's so raw it is so fucking funny god damn it jen i give you a laugh like that what do you give me nothing You drove off the street. <laughs> you fucking. Look at her. Jen. We could ask her to do stuff. Let's call this segment Ask Jen to Do Stuff. Maybe she'll do it. It's up to her. Go in your room. Send her just Go in the closet. <laughs> go in the room. Jen, if you do this, you can never have to tell me you did it. But go in the room and take off your clothes in your walk in closet. <laughs> And, and lay down on the floor. Just do it. If you do it, stop. Don't laugh because she's going to feel uncomfortable if she does it. And take something. Jen Kirkman. Hey. <laughs> now, did that help you get what you need to get? Now, start doing stuff to yourself. <laughs> Jen Kirkman. You're going to get an email with tell a, with tell a girl. With a tell pa- her what to do. You guys know. One that you're you're going to get an email from a girl named, named Jen, Jen Kirkman, Kirkman, and it's just a picture of her passport, and then her in not a walk-in closet, but a janitor's closet. You're going to get it. You're going to get it. Anyway, anybody who's named Jen Kirkman who isn't a comedian? Well, there's only one Jen Kirkman. What's this? Ladies and gentlemen, my friend Jen Kirkman. Da, da, da. What's this? Sure, Jen Kirkman. It's Jen Kirkman, everybody. It sounds funny, but I just can't stand the wait. Waiting all the way. Uh, it's Jen Kirkman, everybody. It's gonna be sizzling right here today. You see, it's gonna get steamy. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, it's Jen Kirkman. It's my Jen Kirkman. Jen Kirkman's on the Todd Glass Show. Jen, we're showing slides of you in the studio. Look at this one, everybody. Oh, my God. What was she thinking? Oh, 
that one. Remember that? Fuck. Man. It's Jane Kirkman, everybody. Sometimes the present seems so much like the past. <laughs> here's what we're going to do. I wish I... Here's what I want to do. I want to take a deep breath. That means take a break. <gasps> not yet. Not yet. Not yet. And then I want to uh, talk. Try to figure out what we... Because I was about to give you a compliment. Yeah, you were. You're right. And guess what? I want to give it to you because you deserve it. So it was, bo- it was actually a compliment to both of you. I'm grinding I'll my take my separate again. from Bill. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to tailor? I tell you <laughs> You're right. You're right. I think I've heard that. Right. No, no, no. Everyone remember the song sits up at the dinner table, and he's just like, I'll take mine separate. But bring an, ex- <laughs> but bring an extra plate. Uh, listen, I have so... What? <laughs> I want some of his. I thought we were going to have more fun with the Jen Kirkman, like, telling her to do things, uh, but once I started to think about uh, saying it, it got gross. I have other things. Well, I think of her. <laughs> she would probably do it. No, I'm serious, and I'm not trying to be rude. If you said go in there, put a shoe in your pussy, and stick it in and out, <laughs> she's gonna do it because she's sexual. I like who's that. responsible, Todd. I like then that. Who did it? I like that. Whenever you say pussy, it, it's it's something that you mean, but it's you, you don't you won't say it unless you meant it. I think it's such a it's Jen, such a if loaded. We committed to the bit. Jen would do it if we said nice and easy, just stick it in and out. I think that she might do it and come. The funny, th- <laughs> I'm serious. If we committed, but we can't be giggling because then no, she, no, no. she's going to take she's a lot to get her. You know how you know how we'll have to get her so comfortable to go. Okay, listen. From this point on, there'll be no jokes. I go in there. Slip it off nice and slow. <laughs> we're not going to commit because we're going to laugh right now. It's actually a, but that's, it's actually a Timberland boot. <laughs> <laughs> nice and easy. Don't hurt yourself. Yeah. Steel. Just whatever feels right. Steel toe. Steel heel. <laughs> now make it nice. Uh, uh, <laughs> stick a door of flame up there and light it if that's what it takes. <laughs> If that, I like that. It's that, that's what it takes. I don't well, know. I mean, it takes a lot for her. I don't like, know. I'm making her the type. You know. Oh, you got to get a jackhammer in there for me to come. Yeah. I hear stories. I hear my friends talk. She about doesn't it. want a booty. You know. She, she needs. She probably needs someone that knows what they're doing. Yeah. You know. Because she knows what she's Chuck doing. Taylor, she's comfortable. When uh, when somebody Michael Kors when. When somebody is comfortable with their sexuality, they know what Freddie makes Prince them Jr. feel good. Freddie so Prince she Jr. probably needs someone that knows, you know. She can't have someone dilly-dallying. <laughs> what if she's like, Todd, why do you think that? What if I'm hitting the nail right on the head for all I know? That's actually what she calls her clip. Hey, listen. That's Jen What Kirkman. if right now she's in that closet going, you know, I could do it with the laughing. Maybe you're right. Maybe she's like, I wish that. Well, that's not... Get I mean, we can come right you know. uh, I'm come just right saying in. It sounds like Jen Kirkman I, Is that Russell Crowe Listen here's what I'd like to do here's Other things like that happened do. earlier Shh, I want to say I, I'm, I'm just very impressed With the both of you No what we're Wait to, do to George Carlin Yeah you're great <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious I'm having a good time uh, I'm having a good time Yes I know I, We have to take a break I have to You know what Play this real quick We have to Dooby dooby doo That's it What to do now. Oh, it's the Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Dooby-Doo, where are you? We need some help from you now. My uncle sings. Come on, Scooby-Doo, I see. Now, I gotta tell you, turn it off, because it's embarrassing. My uncle is, de- hold on, he's depressed, and he's on so many depressants, and he wants to, my aunt told him if he sings, it might relax him. So he is now, I swear to God, he is. Uh, oh, so this is good. He does it just in his he's own. He's depressed. Home. Well, he's depressed, and he's on so many antidepressants. But he, she goes, he, she goes, just sing your favorite song. She goes, I don't care if it's your favorite theme songs. 
he's doing it and he sends them to me, but it's you can tell he's depressed. Well, play this one that we're singing Scooby Doo. It's obvious. I mean, he's he's not he's not singing it with any luster, any jewelry. Scooby Dooby Doo, where are you? He lays in bed. We got some work to do now. Scooby Dooby Doo, where are you? We need some help. Picture you. a depressed person. Come on, Scooby Doo. <laughs> I also I like like to believe that he's a piano virtuoso. <laughs> oh, and he's not. He's there's no piano. emotion. Yeah, yeah. He's just like. <laughs> Okay. Play like George Hold on, Gershwin. Hold on, start, start it again. Okay, so he's he's piano virtuoso, yeah. whatever they say in the business, and he has no expression on his face. He is depressed. He is on so many depressants that they, they, they're no, he is not showing any, but his hands are moving, and he sings Scooby Dooby Doo. He doesn't move his eyes. He doesn't move his lips. He doesn't move his nose. He stares straight ahead like a zombie. If you do what I'm telling you to the listening audience, oh, you're going to give us a visual, then this will be funny. This is the times when I seem like I'm yelling, but I'm not. I want people to enjoy this like I'm going to enjoy it. This guy, he's. Are you going to go up there and do it? Okay. So <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um, Bill Busher is doing it for our enjoyment here. I don't know what he's going to do, but he's going to probably mimic the guy, and it's going to be very enjoyable. And my my expectations are very high. Let's play through the house. <laughs> so anyway, so but at home you don't have him, so you just picture. At a piano. I don't know if this hurts it that he's playing the piano. No, it doesn't. He's just playing it, but he's not. I'm doing it as I'm telling people what to picture. He's just numb. To, he's just playing it, but there's no expression on his face. Nothing moves. He's depressed. It's my uncle. Because you, you all forgot. Well, where are we picturing him? In the living room at a piano uh, in, in a house in, uh, you know, in Pottstown, Pennsylvania. Depressed. Still in pajamas. Still in pajamas. Thank Thank you for not making me feel lonely while I'm setting up this bit. You're right. And you know what? You, you know how I know you know what I'm talking about? Exactly. He's in his fucking pajamas. And yes, it's good that he's singing it. But the truth of the matter is, it's not helping. He's been doing this same song for three years. <laughs> his cats are tired. His cats. He has six cats. And they sit around. And they look at each other. And they're like, I can't. And he takes care of them, and he loves them. But he's in the. He, this is him. So I guess you're going to do the visual for us, <laughs> which I forgot about. Now I'm re-excited, really and then we're going to take a breath, a, a fresh breath of air, <laughs> might I say, <laughs> stoically. I'm so smart. No, he's big words. I can't help it. No, it's like. So anyway, here we go. Picture all that I just said about that guy, and you picture it home. Come on, really picture it. Don't just think. If you get where I'm picture, I don't care if I have to do it again. If this one doesn't work, we'll do it again until we get it right. And then once we get it right, we're all going to love it. So here we go. Just so this one works. Yes, go ahead. Scooby Dooby-Doo, where are you? We got some work to do now. (laughs) Scooby Dooby-Doo, where are you? Some help from you Come on, Scooby-Doo, I see you. Oh, come on. Cut me hands. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh, oh. Yeah. How could I not come in on that song? It's literally 
my jam. Alright, so I think you might be thinking, why would you come in during a song? Why split it during a song? Well, trust me, it's a good split. We took a break after that song. So next week, you can just jump right in. You don't have to remember much. So hope you guys have a fun Halloween. Check your candy. Carve some pumpkins. Dress up and have fun. But be safe. And we'll see you next week. Now leaving Nerdist.com.